In hierdie rechtskolom is met trots aangebied door STBB-prokureurs. De vooraanstaande rechtsadvies teen bekostigbare tarieven skakel hulle op 021-850-6400. Jy moet net onthou dat Radio Heldeberg of STBB-prokureurs nie aanspreeklik gehou kan word vir enige skadegelei wat voortspreid uit advies gegeen in hierdie rechtskolom program nie. Elke saak moet op sy eie meriete hanteer word. Established in 1900, STBB Attorneys is a firm of approximately 90 business-minded lawyers practicing from 11 offices throughout South Africa. By understanding our clients' needs and objectives, we strive to deliver cost-effective legal solutions for all business and personal matters. The Helderberg team specializes specifically in property law and developments with a commitment to developing close working relationships with our clients, enabling us to succeed consistently on their behalf. Big represents our reach and professionalism. Small is our personal approach to our work and our clients. Let our 120 years experience be your guide. You can visit our website at stbb.co.za. And this morning we have the director of STBB Attorneys here in studio, Tian Estreza. Good morning, how are you? Good morning, Donny. I'm well, thank you. One of the directors. One of the directors. Okay, one of the directors. Well, for me, it, it's still a big, big t- title. Um, this morning's overall topic is power of attorney. When will we need it? But I think I want to kick it off with exactly what is a power of attorney? Donny, so a power of attorney is a legal document whereby a person mm-hmm. uh, referred to as a principal authorizes another person, the agent, to yeah. perform legal acts on his or her behalf. It's a personal contract between the parties and mm-hmm. it's of a fiduciary nature. Sure. Okay, so it's not a person. The power of attorney now. It's not no, a it's person. No, it's a legal document. It's just a legal document. I yeah. thought it was a person. Okay, so you see, now <laughs> I learn <laughs> every day. Okay. Okay, so when do you need uh, the power of attorney? A power of attorney is used for sake of convenience um, in events where the principal is not uh, available to mm-hmm. act. Uh, at STBB Helderberg, we focus on conveyancing. So for purposes of this um, discussion, I'm going to focus on powers of attorney that we use in conveyancing. Okay. And an example of that would be where the um, uh, in the instance of a special power of attorney or general power of attorney, the principal is not available to sign the necessary transfer or bond documentation and authorizes someone to do so on his or her behalf. Okay. If I may interject mm. quickly, could you do something like this for a husband and wife? <laughs> Especially if you're out of community yeah. or property or whatever, um, so that you don't always have to ask the other person to sign something. Can you do that? Or is, is that not something they would use this for? No, absolutely. Uh, it becomes uh, quite uh, technical okay. um, uh, in terms of... Um, how the parties are married to each other um, but like I said that you know um, uh, in itself would be a, a more detailed discussion mm. okay. um, but yes married out of community of property you can def- definitely authorize each other as agent to mm. act on, mm. on each other's behalf Fantastic. Dion um, are there different types of power of attorneys and if, if I may how do you use them? Yes so um, in conveyancing, we distinguish between uh, special powers of attorney and a general power of attorney. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the special power of attorney, uh, we make use of uh, two types. There's firstly the power of attorney to transfer, yeah. which is the most common 
power of attorney that we use in property transactions, mm-hmm. whereby a transferor, a seller of property or a mortgagor, mm-hmm. uh, purchase and registering a mortgage bond will uh, authorize a conveyancer to act on his or her behalf in the deeds office and register that transaction or bond in the presence of the registrar of deeds rather okay. than the client Person having himself. to actually go to the deeds office, which would yeah. create chaos. Yeah, yeah. So that we okay. use on a daily basis. Um, yeah. And then there's also the second type of special power of attorney, which is merely referred to as a special power of attorney, whereby a principal authorizes an agent, uh, for example, a husband authorizing his wife mm-hmm. when he is abroad um, and he authorizes her as his agent to sign mm-hmm. documentation on his behalf in the presence of the conveyances um, as far as the transfer documents and not only the power of attorney to transfer for lodgement at the deeds office is concerned. Hmm. Sure. And okay. talking about the deeds, must a power of attorney be registered at the deeds registry? So a special power of attorney is used for one specific transaction. Mm-hmm. So it does not have to be registered. Um, the special power of attorney um, uh, signed by the uh, principal authorizing his agent to act in the presence of the conveyancer is lodged in its original form at the deeds office, but expires on registration of the transaction. So it can only be used for that one transaction. Mm -hmm. Um, A general power of attorney and registration thereof depends completely on the circumstances. Mm -hmm. Uh, If the seller, for example, owns multiple immovable properties, then it would be advisable for the uh, general power of the attorney to be registered. Mm-hmm. It's recorded on the deeds office records and given a reference number with a PA code. And going forward, a conveyancer can refer to that PA code rather than having to relodge the general every power time. of attorney every time. Okay, okay. But in general, it is normally just one. You only have one power of attorneys. Yes. Yeah. Um, and the uh, approximate cost for registration of a general power of attorney is um, around 2,000 rand. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, in South Africa, uh, many... Um, owners of immovable property find themselves uh, abroad mm-hmm. um, still owning immovable property um, and it's always a good idea to rather than having to sign and we'll get to that but um, rather than having to sign documentation abroad give someone the authority sure. to do so yeah on so your much behalf. better yes definitely um tion i want to get into this document now um like i mentioned earlier <laughs> i really thought if you speak about power of attorney it's a person so i thought like there's one person he's the power of attorney but it's not it's a document so uh, what essential information do i need to to draw up this power of attorney The power of attorney to transfer that we we use, like I said, on a daily basis um, has the, and I'm going to use the power of attorney to transfer for a residential property um, as an example. Mm -hmm. It will have the transfer or the seller's details, uh, full names, surname, and marital status as recorded in the deeds office, Mm -hmm. appointing the list of conveyances at, for example, SDBB. Uh, with reference to the date of the sale agreement, the amount that the property was sold for, mm-hmm. with a property description as per the deeds office records and the existing title deed. Mm-hmm. Also very important to date the document um, and, and insert the place where it was signed by the transferor or principal. 
it's initialed on all pages by all parties and mm-hmm. it transfer or signs the last page in the presence of two competent witnesses or a commissioner of oaths or notary public. See, that's one thing. Witnesses is normally one thing that people um, neglect. You know, it's like, ah, oh, it's just two witnesses. You, you, yes, you sign. You know, and, and it's not usually at the end of the day, your witnesses can stand also for that. You know, so we, that's also a very important Absolutely. Uh, in the event of a dispute, the witnesses will be mm. called for um, evidence. So sure. it's very important to to ensure that you uh, do have competent witnesses. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so who has the capacity to act as an agent in respect of the power attorney or even uh, grant it? Anyone with contractual capacity. And the basic element to enter into a valid contract is for a person to be of sound mind. Mm-hmm. One could elaborate a bit more, um, for example, when it comes to minors, when um, guardians or uh, parents will have to represent or assist them, mm-hmm. but um, for purposes of this dis- discussion, as long as um, the the person has contractual capacity. You spoke earlier about uh, someone living outside of South Africa, and uh, then just the the struggle, and it's better to have an agent. Then, so can a power of attorney be signed outside of South Africa? Absolutely, um, but for um, acceptance at the deeds office. Because that original power of attorney um, has to be lodged at the deeds office when a seller signs abroad. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has to be authenticated properly. And um, it is something that we um, find quite a bit, of, a bit of challenges with on a, on a daily basis almost. Mm-hmm. Um, because clients are always surprised to hear um, what they have to go through and mm. how the documents have to be signed. And also what the cost involved is. I had a client in Canada um, who was charged almost 20,000 Rand to authenticate his documents, <laughs> sure. um, which, is, sure. which is an expensive exercise. Yes. Um, and it's because he was not aware that he'd have to go through that process. Yeah. Um, so just to, to explain a bit what the options are, um, there are two ways of getting documents authenticated. And authentication means that the signature on that document is confirmed as true and correct. Mm-hmm. So um, there are two ways to um, get the documents authenticated um, to be acceptable at the deeds office. It's in terms of Rule 63 of the High Court rules, mm-hmm. which basically comes down to um, the fact that the document may be signed in the presence of the um, competent or uh, appropriate person authorized to do so at a South African embassy or consulate. Mm-hmm. Um, in the alternative, if the document is signed in the UK, Northern Ireland, Botswana, uh, Zimbabwe, Swaziland, or Lesotho, uh, it may be signed in the presence of a notary public only. Mm-hmm. The alternative is if the country where the document is signed and the country where the document um, is going to be used are both members of the Hague Convention. The document may be signed in the presence of a notary public, mm-hmm. but there's an additional requirement um, and certificate that has to be attached to the documents authenticating the notary's signature in the form of an apostille. So sure. to give you an example, um, I had a client the other day who is in the process of purchasing a property in Mauritius. Mm-hmm. Mauritius and South Africa are members of the Hague Convention. So. Uh, he signed the document in my presence at our office 
I attached my certificate authenticating his signature, mm-hmm. but then I had to submit the document to the High Court in Cape Town for the registrar to attach the apostille to the document whereby my signature is authenticated and confirmed that I'm an admitted notary. Oh, and okay. he then uses that original document um, for the transaction for in the Mauritius. transaction, yes. Sure, sure. That's interesting. It is quite hectic. I it also gets difficult, eh? Yes. It really gets intense. I, we had someone that had to sign a document in Madeira on our island and it was remote and the embassy was so far away, it was crazy. So <laughs> now I know and next time we'll do it differently. I, I do think that they should consider Zoom and all the online options <laughs> they, as they, well. They, in in, in the, the past year, um, for obvious reasons, they have started exploring um, a few um, alternative options because... I think, uh, especially mm. last year, uh, embassies around the world were simply closed. Yes. Closed, exactly, yeah. So very interesting. Mm. Okay, before we go, I'd just like to find out when is a, a power of attorney terminated? A principal uh, can terminate a power of attorney at any time, mm-hmm. um, but it will also be terminated automatically on the death of the principal, on insolvency of the principal, or if he is mentally incapacitated. Mm-hmm. And then in the... Um, um, instance of a special power of attorney it obviously will lapse or expire upon completion of the transaction that um, it was um, prepared for well i learned a lot lisha i don't know about (laughs) you but i know definitely a lot more about power of attorney um tian thanks a lot for coming in again one of the directors there of stbb attorneys please go and support them well not support if you want more info um you have to go and uh, visit them it's in part of flow in somerset west you can't miss it on the left hand side you'll see a massive sign stbb attorneys the big small firm and you can contact them 021-850-6400 Tian, thanks a lot for coming in this morning Thank you so much for the opportunity Bye bye Nou, hier die rechtskolom program was met trots aangebied Dier STBB Procureurs vervoeransstaande rechtsadvies teen bekostigbare tarieve skakel hulle op 021-850-6400 Jy moet net onthou dat Radio Heldeberg of STBB Procureurs nie aanspreeklik gehou kan word vir enige skade gelui wat voortspreid uit advies gegee in hier die rechtskolom program nie Elke saak moet op sy eie merite hanteer word